tour guide, the driver. Ten years in Chiang Mai. This no, si nothing. <laughs> Still, I can be a tourist in my home country. This city has changed a lot in those ten years. You think? A lot, a lot. Um, many more buildings. A lot more Ferrang. Well, after COVID, yeah, lots more. After that, yeah, getting more and more. Lots. Of, I have heard like Chiang Mai is first place in ex for expat, right? That was the first place in Thailand for expats, you think? Yeah, it's uh, When you hear the word Farang, what's the first thing that comes to your head? People would say white people, Caucasian, uh, but in my opinion, it would be like including everyone that who is not Thai. That's people Farang. What is your perception of the whole digital nomad community and um, foreigners that have kind of taken over the city? I don't know much about digital nomad people, so I feel like they are living in Chiang Mai. It's like spending time here is cheaper than their country or somewhere else. And here provide you everything, I guess. Like wherever you want to go, it's just like a like if you like mountains, right? Or if you like anything's around here. Fast internet, good food. Is it? Yeah, really fast. Yeah. Um. So overall, you think the the Farangs have been a net positive to this city? They've uh, assimilated quite well. There's some positive, there's some negative people here. You can see, obviously, I can see some posts on Facebook that um, it is everywhere, right? There could be toxic people, and there could be good people. Yeah. So what do you think about people who live like this drama matter who live in Chiang Mai? What do you think about them? Yeah, well, shout out Christopher Freelancer. He's the one that said that this is his favorite city, and that I must go. feel no um, unsafety at all um, the people yeah I mean haven't had quite an issue there's been a lot of good vibes I mean um, another people have kind of commented on it I think the girls are definitely they're, they're like nice you know but not like the most pretty in Thailand what would you think about that well we are the most pretty people in Thailand yeah. oh you guys are the Chiang Mai okay okay People have been good. Um, I noticed like that nightlife and stuff is kind of dead right now because of the the season. Like that one street, like a lot of the bars are half open. Half, we talked to that one person, remember? Do, um, at um, Red Red District, you met. Yeah. Yeah. Said that. I've never been, so that was my first time as well. Oh, look at you, such a good girl. Don't you hide out like 30 minutes from the city? Pico. Your place.
second biggest city, no? Yeah. From Bangkok and then Chiang Mai, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm always curious about like rents and, and whatnot. So you live, you say 20, 30 minutes outside um, the rural area. What are you paying? I paid 5,000 baht a month for the house, a little house with the two bedrooms and one bathroom, living room and kitchen, a proper kitchen. So 5,000, that's about what, 1,200? It's not, it's $150 a month. A month, yeah. So do the rates right? Yeah. So I mean, that's a, I mean, for 20, 30 minutes outside the city, that seems like kind of a lot of money, but it's a, it's a nice little spot. It is a very nice little spot. I love it there. As I, as I, as I said, I, I don't like um, lots and lots of people, cars, traffic. So I prefer to live somewhere very nice and quiet. Cool. cool. Okay, so obviously a lot of Farang white dudes come to Thailand because they hear that uh, even like the nerdy dudes can can get with girls and every Thai girl likes them kind of expand on it I mean what I've been hearing is it's like a small percentage that will date the Farang and I'm curious when did you start like like hanging out with the Farang and so forth it's friends fun for some friends from where I work so that's how I know more people know more friends and then getting to know people is just like expand your knowledge so like when you started dating the, the Farangs, it was more of like, okay, um, cultural and exciting and, and something different or like, uh, I'm just trying to get to the, the concept of like uh, the Thai girls liking the Farang. Like how much truth is it or, or why do you guys kind of like them? Well, I feel like they're probably more open. Um, yeah, open-minded, more open-minded. Sometimes I don't really fit in my, even my own culture as well. It's something that I don't agree with. Um, well, I would say like Thai culture, we sometimes we don't speak our mind. Especially um, the woman, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Thai culture is like actually very conservative. Very, yeah. Yeah, I was saying it before, where like my perception obviously of Thailand before was, oh my God, you know, go-go bars, sexually liberated people, prostitution, lady boys, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be like insane, just a sex-fueled drug party, you know what I mean? But it's been the opposite. Like, it's like uh, put in certain areas just for the tourism, and then they're extrapolating the wealth. I mean, because prostitution is illegal in Thailand. And it's still happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can see like um, from the red light district, um, people still welcome, they're very nice, I mean. Yeah, it's hilarious. I just saw that um, on the Thailand subreddit that they had a bunch of police uh, sweep through Pattaya, which is like where all the 60, 70 year old, you know, old fat dudes go to to get with the, the young girls and the lady boys. And uh, they're like, we, we found no signs of prostitution. Everything is smooth sailing. So it's just, it's like one big joke. You know what I mean? Once the police jumped in, they would say, it's no prostitution. interesting like how it's a conservative society but they have these little pockets of debauchery that you know for the most part are used to uh, extrapolate wealth from the foreigners okay so how do you think you would describe like the average Thai girl like what are you guys into um, do you play the more traditional roles more you guys more free now um, like what are you looking for regarding to men like kind of like give me an overview for dudes that want to date uh, Thai girls? Dudes who want to date Thai girls? Yeah, we are more open 
like to have somebody to listen to our opinions as well. And um, fun fact, I have heard a lot about like Thai guys say like to cheat, but from my experience, like to what? Like to cheat, like cheat on. Oh, cheat! Yeah, the, the, the girlfriends, right? But from my experience, I haven't had any. My ex has never cheated on me. Thai I boys? Think, yeah, they never. It just. percentage are you speaking that are quite liberal like that because aren't a lot of uh, Thai girls like outside like the major cities super traditional no some of them are very good but some of them just let it happen because they they want to have only one partner um, I am not sure if the virginity is also a part of it as well like if you lose the, your virginity to someone else then you want to be with that, that person forever Okay. I'm not sure if we still have that perspective or not. Is it true that uh, when the man goes home, the, the woman get on their knees and wash their feet still or not? No, that's just not happening anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> they put on the knees for something else. Um, from your experiences and your perceptions, what are your thoughts overall um, on Americans? And be honest. I don't know much about Americans because I haven't met them a lot. Like you, were probably the first people that I, that I have seen, that I've met, that I've talked with. I'm the first um, first American. The third one. Yeah. I thought there was a lot. I don't more. have many friends in, from America. Like it's everywhere around Western European, so that's why I don't read. Yeah, it's different. Hold on a second. Look at this. We're on our way to some hiking trail to go to a temple. That's pretty. Okay, so then what are your stereotypes from like uh, the movies or from uh, social media? Wow, the social media is just a lot for me. Yep. So, yeah, most of, obviously, obviously, most of movie are American's movie, right? Yep. So, um, I'm so worried to go to, go to America because that was, um, especially during the COVID time, So you love the nature. I mean, there's the most nature like basically in the world in the USA, like uh, biodiversity. Yeah. Wait a second. I think we are grabbing the wrong approach. Nice. Great tour guide. It's a dog, so we won't have any bad luck. I don't know much about America. Amer America. This is huge. Mm, and you are the third one that I've met. Um. If you had to explain Chiang Mai to a foreigner, how would you explain it? Mountains, trails, nature, 
cafe hopping, food, everything. That's all I would see. From what part of the year, what is the best time to, to go here? What months? If you're like cold and not smoky season, smoky season is also another thing as well. I would say January, February, and after that, it's gonna be just hot and smoky. From when to when? Um, smoking season starts from February until April, the beginning of the April. Depends on the years as well. Some years are very bad, some years weren't that bad. Yeah, so you used to work, uh, well you still do like outdoor stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was an outdoor educator, so I just bring kids to go outside and then they are learning something outside of the classroom. And um, obviously you've been here for 10 years, so there's a ton of outdoor activities that have quenched your thirst for it. I don't understand your question. Well, you've stayed here for 10 years, so you must really love the outdoors. There must be yeah. like a crap ton for you to explore it all. Yeah, there's still more, lots more for me to explore. Like even though 10 years, I don't know it all. So yeah, Chiang Mai is big to me. It's still fun to explore. There's many more things to learn. So now I'm bringing you for a hike see the sunrise yeah it should be good I've been sitting in my apartment and the areas around it for the last month I've been very lazy I need to start doing touristic activities so let's go I give you a lot of credit driving and speaking a foreign language on camera it's pretty smooth of you thank you I still need to focus though. <laughs> so that's where we were this morning they had the lights on it's kind of creepy you know I see the caves in there that's a big thing, I think, in these uh, religions, Hindu and Buddhism. A lot of those people go into the cave and meditate, and it's like a holy thing. I think Buddha was in the cave for a long time. Can't really see it, but man, Chiang Mai is big. I really, really want some virtual reality and to walk through this at its heyday. I think it would be majestic. Majestic? Beautiful. I want to see it. I gotta start hiking more. I just got reminded of my Florianapolis three-hour hike to the empty beach. I'm going to put a thing up here of it. Just a good time. Relaxing, in tune with the nature, a workout. I'm going to become a hiker. Oh, in Spain too. I did the Mount Titi. That was more of like a tour bus thing. I'm going to be a mountain man. Just leaves the car unlocked. She was saying that she's left her home unlocked for a month at a time when she went back to visit her family. I mean, never had one issue in Chiang Mai, never felt danger. Isn't that crazy? And it got me thinking about this topic. There's a big uh, talking point, especially in the USA, is... Um, poverty brings crime, poverty brings destruction, and everything could be solved if, uh, if poverty was handled. Then I'm like, huh. In Cambodia and Thailand, which is very impoverished, especially Cambodia, why isn't there that much crime? And I think there's a bigger issue at play. It has to definitely do with something with culture and uh, how people are raised. It's not just poverty. It's clear to me now after Southeast Asia that uh, 
crime and bad things and bad people aren't just because people are impoverished. Um, Latin America, I explained it before too. Um, the cost of living is basically the same. The salaries are probably lower than a lot of Latin America in uh, Southeast Asia. And obviously over there it's a freaking war zone, crazy, chaotic. And uh, there's a lot of different topics on that relating to the Monroe Doctrine, the CIA, but uh, also how South America was built. It was basically a resource extract slave world. But how is that happening? One area is just as impoverished as the other, but it's safe. Culture. That's awesome. So before your monk life, you were a, a wild man with the tattoos or just a... When you be the human being, when you was young. When he was young. Uh, <laughs> and you, like that. You've been a monk for seven years? Yes, yes. Beautiful. Cool. Good dudes. Gave me a coffee. Tried painting them. No, no. Monk with tattoos. I like. You see that view too? I could be a monk if I got to stay here. Wow. Look at that sun. I'm not gonna lie, every monk I met has been like a chill dude. It's really enticing. I think it might be a, a way to go out, you know? Like he said, he's been doing it, he's been a monk for about seven years now. So I can be a wild child. I can go down the monk route. I'd be a cool monk too. I was asking uh, how much of the young Thai people still uh, consider themselves Buddhist. What do you think the percentages are? Yeah, most of them, most of them still are. They still go to the temple, make a marriage. Yeah. Oh, the majority are still Buddhist, yeah. They're still Buddhist. That's a nice, oh, Jesus. That is nice to hear, especially like in Europe and the United States, it seems a lot of people have moved away from religion and I think that's a quite a sad thing obviously there's issues with uh, the churches and uh, corruption and, and so forth but I think uh, any sort of religion gives you a good guideline for life gives you decent ethics and morals and it's neat to hear that uh, the Thai are still holding the, the Buddhism close I like Buddhism a lot like I was just saying before, the monks have always been chill dudes to me. I love the temples, the atmosphere it brings. Detaching from desires. I think that is freaking fantastic. Buddha preached. So, yeah. Let's do this next temple. The famous one. Andale, andale, tour guide, andale. So everyone is obviously thinking, what's with the purple here? Thinking about what? Beautiful hair. <laughs> is there a reason you had it? Yeah, I like it. Did you go through? Oh my god, look at all these little dogs. Wanna adopt one? Not really. A lot of wild. Oh, the sun coming back. That's pretty. A lot of wild animals. Not as many as the the Cambodia, but. Um, the purple hair. Did you go through a traumatic event recently? Traumatic event? Nah. You just wanted some new style? Yeah. That's just what they do in the animal kingdom. That's like psychology, you know? So 
So sometimes you got to be careful with people that have uh, the colored hair, the piercings, and, and everything because there might be some toxicity inside of them. And you better wash out. Oh, trust me. I got my back watched. So what's been the most magical um, outdoor adventure you've had in Chiang Mai? In Chiang Mai? Mm, top four highest mountain. I like it here. Scandinavia. It was a horror uh, film. I think it was in the mountains of Sweden and it really got me like damn that would be a freaking adventure doing that with some friends and coming across some old uh, Nordic mythology. Everyone should watch that movie. I like it a lot. Good horror movie. Uh, good vibe. Travel vibe. You heard of it? What is that called? The Ritual. No, never. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Got some sun peeking through. spiritual places in all of Thailand. Could be, yeah. Many people go there and then make a merit there. They get married there? Ma make a merit, like blessing. Oh. Yeah. Exciting. Got a whole village or just total tourism. Crazy. Let's go up now. The nice thing about vendors in Thailand, they don't necessarily harass you. At least that's been my experience. Maybe in like Patang when they're trying to get you into the bar, but I think they're really kind and not like a hawk. Okay, where to park? That's just a question. Well, those are famous in Thailand. Those are red things right there. Oh, shit. Kapuha. So for, okay, thank you for male, you will say Khop Kun Khap. For female, you say Khop Kun Kha. Kampu Ah. Yeah, just the ending is not the same. Kampu Ah. that's for you. Right, so I did it. oh damn. I did an Instagram post about this relating to uh, 
Angkor Wat and all the temples surrounding it and all the Cambodian people selling stuff, beer, trinkets. I mean, you see it here too, in Thailand. And to me, it's just so like, I can't help but feeling a little sad that a once great, you know, like the Khmer Rouge or the Khmer Empire, like it was a big civilization, same with uh, Thailand had the seam. Um, and now their people are outside of their glorious temples selling shit to tourists to try to make a living. To me, that's just kind of sad. I mean, look at this. Then later you're gonna see just beautiful temple of the past glory. All right, so how much baht uh, a day does a Thai person make average? Three. 30 up to 350. 36 baht is $1. So, what is that, 50 cents, 20 cents an hour? Wow. Yeah, we don't talk about an hour, we talk the whole day. You said you don't talk about an hour, you just talk about the whole day? Yeah. So we pay by day. Be lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> grateful people, be grateful. Oh wow, pretty, pretty. As much as I love all the cathedrals in Europe, you gotta give it to the, the Buddhists for the decoration and the intricacies, the colors, and then the vibes, of course. But, I mean, look at this, crazy. Well, this is cool, it's like a wood carving of the temple. It's what? It's chocolate? Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm a thousand percent getting stuff like this in front of my future homes. I just love these little decorations. Well, that was a beautiful time. I appreciate my driver and my tour guide. When uh, everybody who watches this comes to Chiang Mai, they can hit you up for the same tour? Yeah, if they want to. Yeah, how much are you gonna charge? Three thousand baht? I didn't charge you, so should I charge you three thousand as well? <laughs> no, you're gonna charge them three thousand and give me ten percent. That's how it's gonna be done. <laughs> oh, that's how we do the business, eh? Oh no, how do we get off here? But yeah, beautiful time. Highly recommend it. Uh, fantastic, and yeah, live bold.